Hello, my friends, and welcome to Band Hacks, a podcast designed to discuss the many ins and outs of band directing in the great state of Texas. I am Doug Fullwood, and with me is Jason Webb, and we are coming to you from the Royce City ISD Performing Arts Center in Royce City, Texas, just east of Dallas. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we get into all things band. Welcome back to Band Hacks, and uh, we're actually at the point in the school year where we're all about to get a nice break. Oh, baby. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about things that are beyond band. Oh my goodness, I cannot wait. If, if there is such a thing. Yes. So, so Jason, I know we've talked about this in other episodes. We talked about how your very first year as director of bands was during a pandemic, right? right. And, and, and and not that we're not still during a pandemic, but it was with all these restrictions and things in place. We did virtual concerts, all this garbage that none of us really necessarily enjoyed doing, but we did it because that was what our options were, right? Sure, yeah. So how is it now versus then? I mean, I would say it's definitely better now. It's better now. now. It's... I, I wouldn't go as far to say that this is a non-COVID band year, like a normal year at all, by like any stretch of the imagination. Okay, well, tell me what I, you mean by that. Well, I mean, in in the COVID year, we were, you know, like 60% virtual, at least at the high school. Yes. And we had A-B days, so my band class might have consisted of 10 kids one day, and then a different 12 kids the next day, and then 28 other kids that I never got to see other than when they would log on and then turn their camera off. <laughs> <laughs> so so for those of you listening, if you had issues with students turning cameras off while they were virtual, that was not just you. And one of the one of the interesting things we found out, um, and we knew it was only a matter of yes. time this week, was our kids, our students actually have located this podcast. So some of them may be actually listening to it as well. And so, um, you know. Hey, friends. Yeah. <laughs> So, but, but anyway, um, so it's, it's different in that now you're, you don't have virtual students. You've got everybody here, uh, in yes. most cases, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody's, everybody that's in band is, is on campus every day. So what, what was your semester like? Just give us a rundown. You're really going to make me relive this semester already. What, well, well, I mean, oh well, goodness. you need to reflections important, okay. yes. don't you think? Right. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. So, so, so talk me through it, man. All right. So, um, I went into this semester thinking you know, back, back in, uh, April and May thinking, Hey, next year is going to be perfect. Next year is going to be back yes. to normal yes. and we're going to have everything planned ahead of time. So I had all the drill done ahead of time. We had the music passed out ahead of time. Um, you know, thinking non COVID year, we're going to have everybody at rehearsal all of the time, all the and time, all of the time. Yes. And so, um, I went into it feeling really, really good. Um, and then about a week into summer band, um, we started having kids out again because mm-hmm. that was when, you know, COVID was spiking again. Right. And, and uh, we were having legitimate illnesses. Yes. Within yeah, the program. for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we got to where we were starting to do drill, put, put drill out on the field and I would have 30 kids out for a week. 
Right. Which then, is not at all problematic when it comes to course. setting drill. Yeah. Oh, yeah. scatter drill is real fun when we do that. And I'm calling out numbers. Yeah, it's awful. Right, right. But then, um, you know, and then the next week, those 30 kids would be back and have to relearn all those sets. Right. And I would have 30 different kids out. So yes. they couldn't move on in the drill. And then there was a point in the semester, correct me if I'm wrong, where the 30 kids were out and then they came back, but then you went out because right. you also had COVID. Right. Yeah. Yes. And you were you were down for two weeks, and and that was that was a really enjoyable experience yes. for you, as I recall. Yes. Oh no, um, it was watching TV. Um, you know, mm-hmm. for ten straight days, just sitting on a <laughs> on a bed, telling everybody to go away. You know, because I'm sick. It was right. Well, it the, was not a blast. Yeah, I'm I'm sure. Well, we're we're glad you actually got over that hump and were able to come back and and all of that. So. Well, you know, we, we got through marching season. Um, you know, our, our football team uh, did make playoffs. We did one game in the playoffs, and then we transitioned right into Christmas concert right. and, and other things. So, like, we, we just wrapped up our two weeks of marathon concerts here within our district. Yes. And so we had choir, we had band, we've had elementary music, we've had, you know, even even some theater productions are starting to uh, get prepared for shows in January. So just all these different things. Um, where are your students right now as, you, as, as the current environment sits? Where, right. where are they? Well, I mean, today they're in a good mood because it's the last day of school. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're tired. They're ready for a break for sure. Um, I think that, you know, we, we had a lot of success here towards the end of, um, of the semester with, you know, playing some pretty tough music for our, our concert, mm-hmm. as well as having, having some pretty good success with all region and, yeah. and uh, qualifying for area auditions and things like that. So I would also say that where the, whereas they need a break, they're also pretty excited about what's to come in next semester because they're excited about playing some really cool music. I know that you were able to to work with one of my groups yesterday. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and yeah. they were they were all excited um, about the piece they played. They've already said like, "Hey, we're playing this piece for the spring concert and everything." So, <laughs> and and when and did you when did you start letting the kids decide what they were going to play for the spring concert? Is that a new thing? Well, I just I figured that since you were my boss, that like you picked that piece and I have to play. It. No, we no okay no 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 we we just read that piece i was just interested so that that it was it was actually a standard piece that i i purchased thinking and it was back during um you know the pandemic, the yeah, pandemic. Or like right when it started right so my, my daughter was a senior during that time and i was like okay we we've got a little bit of our um we'd already you know uil was already out of the question like we were not an early contest so we got canceled and so it was like what can we do to look forward to something right and so you know i found this tune and and you know we bought it and i was like okay we put it in google classroom okay kids this is what we're going to play and then we shut down completely and we never got the chance to do it right. and so uh anyway it's it was a lot of fun reading through that piece yesterday Good. and um you know like i put on facebook you got to make a lot of really bad dad jokes um you know, I made fun of your handwriting because it's actually legible. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing as a band director having legible I appreciate handwriting. It. Yeah, thank yeah. you. So, um, and and then of course your kids talked about how much they missed you and how much they wished you were, were there. Yes, that's good. And, that's and good. how great they, of a trumpet player you are, and also how they strive to be uh, the human being that you are. And I told them that wasn't attainable, <laughs> but but they did they did comment on that. So awesome. Yeah, so I got to I got to spend the day um, listening to 
you know, beginner band Jingle Bells yes. and Santa on the Housetop and that Love fun stuff. That. And and I came back from from middle school to do our musical rehearsal yesterday with some of the wind players. Uh-huh. And um, I told them, and I'm being honest. I told them these <laughs> these two beginners came up to me on separate occasions and said. <laughs> Mr. Webb, I really wanted to thank you because, like, you just made class so much fun today. And then I, all of my high school kids just busted out laughing and called me a liar. And Well, that's probably know, because yeah, you were lying. I was not lying. No, it, was, it was awesome. Wait, so, that was a real story, too? That was kids a real that, story, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we, we've mentioned a number of different activities. So tell me, like, your biggest challenges to overcome this year. Okay, yeah. So we we've talked about like the the band's schedule going through the the year where we have marching band and then we have concert season and all region and all that fun stuff. But um this year for me has been getting used to being the director of bands in a real year. And and I know mm-hmm. that we talked about it not being a for real real year like because we've still had a lot of 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 issues that we wouldn't normally have, but um getting used to a real band year as the director of bands at a at a 5a district um soon to I, be 6A. I would say yeah soon to be 6a i would say that i was pretty well prepared because me and you've <laughs> talked for years and i'd been a director of bands at a smaller district right um but now dealing with with budget things and how all of that works and um knowing what each of my middle schools wants to purchase and what i need <laughs> to purchase and what pops up at the last possible second and you know when you have all of the kids here every single day there's more student emails there's more parent emails um, and there's more activities to to you know prepare for right so I don't know um, I, I think that it has made me have a next level of awareness of what it was for you <laughs> when I was the assistant band director so I know that I um as the assistant band director, sometimes I would think like, "Man, Doug is in his office a lot, and <laughs> and and I'm out, I'm out here. Yeah, I was actually he's playing, only got. I was just playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking, you know, he only teaches one class. He's got to have all the time in the world to do all of this stuff. And um, mm-hmm. you know, that's exactly right. And now I'm, and, and you were the the fine arts director at the same time. Feet up on the desk every yes, other class period for that sure. Was me. And so I just, I'm, I'm curious, like I, I spend, you know, I've got my two classes that mm-hmm. I teach and then I go over and I, I help out at the middle schools and I'm in there for the other band classes as well. Um, but the amount of emails and, <laughs> and purchase orders and uh-huh. repair and all, all of the stuff that the head director deals with, Bus and stuff, requests um, and I just, yeah. I don't know, like I, I'm doing one job, mm-hmm. you were doing two jobs as the head director and the fine arts director. Was the head director job part of it easier back then than it is now? Or were you just like, (laughs) so, you know, that's kind of a loaded question because to be really honest, there were moments where I didn't feel like I was doing a great job in either role because of the the vast amount of things that were going on. And, you know, you kind of get in a situation, even, you know, as a, as a head band director, you take the fine arts department thing and set it to the side just as a band director there's a tremendous amount of things that we have to do on a day-to-day basis you know especially in a and it's not even about a large program to a small program because you know in a large program you have a lot to do you maybe have a lot of staff in a small program you have a lot to do you maybe don't have a large staff so a lot of that extra stuff falls on you in addition to the teaching part of it you know sure and so you know i think you know what you're experiencing 
is probably a little bit different because I never experienced the high school program at this size without the fine arts element in it as well. Right. So yeah. I, I'm quite certain that it is different. But what you're experiencing that I never really had to deal with is coming back from the pandemic year and having a year of essentially it was not not because we we wanted to do this, but it was lowered expectations in terms of what was, you know, essentially expected out of the students sure in terms of attendance in terms of what counted for what in terms of practice time time in front of an actual director private lessons those types of things mm -hmm. i and then having to recover from that and so like i've been in what i would call the best way to describe it is a support role in terms of trying to get you guys what you need to deal with recovering from that but i will tell you that i i don't know that i envy the position that you're in for that reason because all the emails of oh, i'm not going to be here or oh, i tested positive right. or you know or, or you know my favorite was always i'm going to send this email out with all these different pieces of information in it and i'm going to expect you to read it and then but yes. no you're going to fire back with an email that and you're responding right. to an email that has the answer to your question, but you're still asking the question. Yes, yes, you I've know? had several of those, and yeah. I, and I will say that it has been a, it has been a challenge to, um, to even continue the culture that you built here. Um, uh, no, with, no, that's a we built here. Just oh, okay, just I'm, so we're clear, right, that, that was not me all by myself. Well, it's it's been a challenge to continue the the expectations of being at rehearsal and, and doing all of that mm -hmm. stuff coming out of that COVID year. Um, I think we have rounded the corner for sure. Yes. I think that the expectations um, are, are still there. Um, but you know, we still have, we have freshmen and sophomores that hadn't done a, a real marching season until this year. Right. Um, or sorry. Well, obviously freshmen, but uh, sophomores and then most of our band, I, I want to say it's just our freshman class from the COVID year. Uh, which is our senior class now, is the only class that's been to contest. Yes. Or sophomore class. Okay, because we didn't get to go yeah. to contest. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So I only have one class of students that have been to UIL concert and sight reading right. before um, or in high school. Right. And so for those of you that are wondering, well, hey, why didn't you do UIL last year? So as Jason mentioned earlier, our, we're on a, a Greek house system here. So our, our students are separated by into four different um houses and so the way the schedule went was monday and wednesday there were two houses here tuesdays and thursdays there were two houses here and then fridays was asynchronous and so trying to put anything together um to be competitive at that level it just in in, in our situation was not going to be in the best interest of the students so right. the approach we took was just trying to get them um, and get them to the point where they were still enjoying band. They still wanted to continue. Mm -hmm. They still, whatever experiences we could salvage. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that was, that was the thing. If we could, if we could give them a, a quality experience on some stuff, like, like, um, our Christmas concert, I think that we, we rehearsed one day as yeah. a full ensemble. Yes. And then the next day we recorded and we used for li our live stream. We used the entire stage to spread out appropriately and did did we ha we had a row on the front yes. on the floor didn't we yes we did yeah that's what i thought so and somewhere there's a picture of that so yeah and let's let's all pray that we never have to revert back to that oh, sure. so 
So anyway, what we, we've, we've gone from is that year to now we're trying to get back to as close to normal of a year as, as we possibly can. So the reason why we, we entitled this episode Beyond Ban is because we, we went from a year that was just like just a mess to now we're trying to get back to some semblance of normal. And, and as you all know, when we get into a normal band year, it is nothing but crazy with activities. And in many cases, it is activities on top of activities. You're finishing something while you're starting something else, or you may be doing things simultaneously. So like band is literally, it's a cyclical existence. It is a cycle and we're constantly involved in something. And I know for me, um, it was really difficult for me to get beyond band, if you will, because sure. whenever I wasn't at school or I wasn't, um, you know, doing something that was band related, whatever I had to do band wise would creep into my headspace. And so, you know, it was like I either go deal with it or I try to push it out of my headspace. So, um, yeah. you know, that, that's, that was my experience. What, what are, what is it like for you now? You've got young kiddos, right? right? So my daughter's in college, but you've got, you've got some elementary school kids. And so you're dealing with that part of it, but then you also have your family and your kids are growing up and that kind of time. So sure. Yeah. And that. it's, and it is, it is definitely tough. And I, and the, the sad thing is, is that I notice it, um, while I'm doing it and then. I still can't break myself away from the, the work portion of it sometimes, you know, if, um, if I'm sitting down, just, just hanging out with my kids for some downtime and we're watching TV and they're watching, I don't know, like miles from Tomorrowland or something, right. That I'm not really that interested in. Um, it's really easy for me to, Hey, I need to check my email, you know, and I'll check my email and, and, I will say that it is. I'm very OCD about my email inbox. You are that I yes. don't. I, I don't have stuff in the inbox because I put it in different folders after it's been answered. Right. And um, yeah, I, I brag about it, but it's not like anybody cares that. Kind of like your traffic like plan. I have. I right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Um, you know, if if I'm sitting there looking at my email, somebody might email me that moment. And yes. I'll email them back and it'll say responded to zero minutes ago or replied okay. so you know, within one minute of when they when they uh, hit that. You bring up an interesting point. So for me, it, I always if I got an email and I had email attached to my phone, if I got an email and I had a moment to respond to it and get it off my plate, I was I was trying to do that right. in yes. the moment. That's exactly and how I feel. Man, that frustrated my family sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, because like, hey, we're supposed to be having a movie night and I'm all you know. And even when you turn the sound off they can still tell, you know, that you're not engaged with what they're doing. Right. And sure. so that's, you know, that, that, that is a very much a struggle. And it's a time where you kind of go, you go back to that whole rule of, okay, if I get an email as an educator, I literally, it's reasonable to have a 24 hour period of time for me to get back to work to respond to that email. Like this is my family time. You know, yeah. and granted, we're we're all you know we're contract employees, um, we're we're salaried employees, so we go until the job gets done. But sometimes we take that to an unhealthy extreme. Um, sure. I know I certainly did. Oh yeah. So yeah, and and yeah, I'm right there with you. I just um, I hope that this is one of those situations that um, you know how like 
when you've taken lessons in the past or if you've you've um, learned a particular skill or mm-hmm. a subject or something right you kind of get it and you're you're kind of good at it yes but then when you start teaching someone else all of this stuff or talking it through with someone else um, it actually makes you better like yes. I'm a better trumpet player well I'm sorry I have to practice still but um I'm a better trumpet player that, now that yes, he has to practice still. Right, I'll still play all the right notes, but it just won't sound as good. Of course. Um, if if I'm um, if I'm teaching my students all of these correct things to do, it helps me reinforce good habits with my own playing. That's very true. And so when we're talking about all of this stuff, I'm hoping that going into this break and this this holiday mm-hmm. season, that that I can get better at this stuff, get better at at um, you know dividing up my time. Um, enough to where I hit all the things that need to be hit and yes. all the things that I want to do. Because I don't know about you, but I've I've gone into breaks and it's like, man, I've got nine days of break. <laughs> and uh, when I hit that fifth day, yep. all I can think about is, man, my break is is more than halfway over. Yes. And, and it's sad. That, yeah, it's, it's sad. sad it? Yeah. And it and it the the thought of work and the thought of that kind of consumes my day rather than, hey, I've still got a, like a whole four days just hanging out with my kids right. at whatever we want to go do. Yeah. Um, but as far as like managing my time with my kids, um, I'm a list maker. I make lists every single day. Um, I, I have things on my list that I do for sure every single day. Yeah. Um, I have stuff on my list that I need to do, things yep. that I want to do, and things that I hardly ever do. But if I finished everything else on my list i would get that done as well okay um and and it helps me like see at the end of the day that hey i accomplished all of this stuff and you know i did a lot of things today um that paired with you know scheduling time for my kids and for my wife and for calling my parents and right. and things like that make it to where i know that i can i can have a good break and and get the most out of my my break time from work um you know, we're, we're going to schedule some downtime with the family. Obviously, we're going to schedule some fun time for the kids. My wife, Carrie, does a fantastic job of scheduling as many fun things that we can make memories with our kids every single day. Yeah. Um, but um, and we just we just put in a pool in our house. So a lot of that is just in time hey, for we the winter. Awesome. Yeah, well, it's a, we have a hot <laughs> tub, too. So we, oh, they get to okay. swim in the hot tub. Okay. But um, all of that stuff allows for us to, you know, be at home together with yes. some downtime. But also the kids are going to be able to build a bunch of memories out there as well. So that's great. That's yeah. great. You know, I think I think one of the things that we we all struggle with is we get we get to this point in the semester and it's like, OK, break time. We're going to take a break. You know, and like many of us, it's the last day of break. But I also know I have several friends who their bands are at the state title game right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're still doing marching band. And, you know, yeah. And and so, you know, we we say the word break. But but my question, I think, for everybody is, is it really a break? And are we trying to structure it as a break or – are we looking at it and just going, Oh my gosh, I'm glad I made it through that. Right. You know? And so for, for me, break is typically a lot of, it's a lot of family gatherings. It's a lot of looking at the things that I should have done during the fall, but maybe wasn't able to get to because they were long projects, you know, whether it's honeydews around the house, 
you know, uh, maintenance on the car. Oh my goodness, I'm I'm 800 miles over right now. I have to get my oil changed. Like, and I didn't even notice it because I've been, and that's the first time my new truck or what new truck. No, it's that's like not eight a years new old truck. Now. I was going to say, but yeah. like, this is the first time yeah. in 130,000 miles yeah. that I've missed the date welcome for an to, oil change. Welcome oh my to goodness. being a director of bands. That's, that's how we roll. Right. Yeah. So, but, but it, it, it's all of those things. And so now we, we look at our breaks and we go, okay, we're going to have family gatherings like we talked about, but many of us have like seven Christmases, right? You know, (laughs) it's like, we have Christmas with these people and Christmas with these people and Christmas with these people, which is great. Don't get me wrong. What you have to remember is for every one of those tasks, every activity that you get into that takes a toll on your physical health, your mental and emotional health. It just does. It has to, and it it varies with personality as to the the degree of impact. Like for me, I'm very much an introvert, believe it or not. Um, (laughs) What? Yeah, no, for real. I am. I am. But, but you know, over the years I've gotten really comfortable at talking in front of people, but I will tell you, like when we finish this podcast or when I finish a concert or when I finish a professional development session with a group, I have to go decompress. Mm -hmm. It takes it out of me because it's like everything's got like all of the mental capacities. And for those of you that know me personally, you know, that that's a challenge at times. Um, They've got to be in the right place in order for me to be able to get across what I need to get across. And so the same is true when, you know, we're going to do a family event because it's like, okay, we're going to go have family Christmas. We're going to go do this, that, and the other. Do we have the gifts? Do we have the food? Did we forget something, right. you know, and, and those types of things. And, and not that those are bad things, please don't get me wrong, but they're all things that occupy our headspace in very much the same way that band does. It's like, Hey, um, we need this green bean casserole and we need this pumpkin pie or pumpkin pie cheesecake. And then on our marching show, it's like, well, articulation is still not clean here and we're not pushing through that phrase. And, Oh my gosh, tuba's feet, goodness, you know. Yep. And while it, you're when, while you're standing in line at the store, you're checking your email and responding that, to parents. That's and, exactly yeah, right. That's, yeah, and and that's another thing too is like you know parents go on break, kids go on break, and they decide, hey, this would be a great time to email about something that's coming up, right? You know, and so for me, it was always a struggle to try to be on break, um, catch up with the things I needed to catch up with on the family end of things um, and not think about band. And a lot of times it didn't help because what, what happens right after Christmas area auditions, you know, solo ensemble contest musical. So again, we live in this cyclical world of we're always worried about something else coming up next. It just cycles through. Right. And depending on the size of your school, some of you guys may not do musicals, but even, you know, small school guys, if you're not doing a musical, when you come back in January, you're worried about solo and ensemble contest and then TMEA happens. And then for those of you that do an early UIL, you're worried about, you know, UIL contests like immediately. And you transition in. If you, if you're going far in the playoffs, again, you've got Christmas concert, you've got, marching band still then you've got two weeks in which you're supposed to be there and present with your family while you're worried about selling ensemble entries and area contests beginner recruitment beginner recruitment exactly Mm -hmm. and and all those different things so again it becomes that much more important to take time to really you know 
prioritize it's, things. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of the the feeling that we have right now going into this break, and I and I don't know about you, but every time it's like, oh man, this is the greatest day ever. Like this is, <laughs> yes. I'm going to get so much stuff done today, so that Heck my yes, break is, is going to be awesome. You know. Yes. Um, but uh, it's the, it's the yearly schedule that never ends. That's right. Because you will always have like the same amount of work that has to get done on all of these different things. Right. And you can always think about that next thing coming up or you can, you know, take a, hopefully take a break from it. Right. Like mentally now, and physically. Now let me ask you this. Like when you have, cause, cause my family is this way. Um, you know, you have the normal people that know your job. They know what you do. And, but then you also have maybe extended family that are visiting or, you know, friends that come over that maybe they're friends of your family members, but you don't know them and they find out what you do. And and then they find out you're a teacher and they go, wow, are you excited for a break? Do you like having summers off? And you just oh, want yeah. to punch them right in the face. Not really, but, yeah. but you just want to go, we, we don't do that. Right. Like that's not a thing, you yeah. know, even a normal typical classroom teacher does not just walk away from their classroom and not think about what's coming. That's just not a thing. So sure. I just wanted to say that out into the universe. <laughs> but but for us, it's like, okay, please, please don't ask me if I'm, I'm on break. I'm here, right? Right. I'm on break. Because if I was not on break, I would be in the band hall right now. Yeah. So don't ask <laughs> me that. Because, because you run the risk of me coming back to you with, would you like to hear about what we really do? You know? Yeah. And, and I know some of you probably had that conversation and maybe you don't. Maybe you're not invited back to the family's events because you did. I don't know. But 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 that's something that unless you've lived it, unless you're a family member of, you know, a band director, you know, and it's not just us. It's a lot of other teachers. You don't really grasp what it is that we do. And we could try to explain it to you, but you probably don't have enough time. Right. You know, so. Um, so anyway, I think I think all of those things are really important to acknowledge now. Some other things that um, that break brings. Um, number one, I personally deal with some anxiety in terms of what's coming next. That stresses yeah. me out. It really does. And I'm like, okay, what do I have to do next? And for me, as the director of fine arts, what I'm looking at right now is we've got musical coming in January, right? Right. You have area kids coming. We have, you know, some potential all-staters that we may need to, you know, make preparations for for TMEA. We're going back to TMEA this year, and that's exciting. Yeah. You know? So it, it's it's kind of the same type of a deal, but it's it's just on a different level. It's in a different realm, you right. know? And, and so one of the things that we all tend to do sometimes um, – is we we know we've got all this stuff going on, but then we have all these holiday parties. We have all these these things that take up our time. And so what do we do? We, we overeat. We overdrink. We overawake, meaning we don't sleep enough. Yep. And we just go, go, go. We burn the candle at both ends because that's what we tend to do year-round. Sure. And so then... You know, you get into a break, which is actually really not a break because you're still thinking about band. Right. But then you have all the other stuff that you have not thought about that you should have been thinking about. And then we get into the whole priorities conversation and, you know, all that stuff. So it's really easy to start feeling really guilty about the way you've managed things or handled things up to that point in time. So, you know, to me, I I think, um, you, you know, it's important to be really careful about. Uh, and we'll talk about solutions here in a second, but being really careful about, like, I think it's okay to say no. Like, 
if you need to rest, I think it's okay to say, I, I'm not able to do that right now. Maybe I can do it later. Sure. Maybe we can do this a different time, you right. know? Um, now, obviously, if it's something that's been planned, you know, far in advance, you want to honor those commitments. But if it's just like something on off the heels, hey, y'all want to come over? Man, we would love to. Um, could we do it a different night? Could we do it a different day? Something like that where, you know, you acknowledge that you really do want to spend time with people, but you also acknowledge that you need a moment. Right. You know? and, oh, yeah. And again, if you're an introvert like me, you understand exactly what I'm talking about. You're like, you know, th that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of people to interact with. That's a lot of things to deal with and try to process. If you're an extrovert, you're like, yeah, bring it on. Let's schedule some more parties. In fact, let's do three in the same night. Sure. And, you know, <laughs> so, so I think, but, but preparing yourself for the break and knowing there are going to be these opportunities to overindulge to, you know, stay up really late to binge watch Netflix and whatever else you're, you're, you need Disney plus or whatever. Yeah. And then, um, not sleeping. Like you don't have to get up early the next morning. So we re revert back to college where we stay up till one or two in the morning or for some of you three, three thirty in the morning. Right. And, and then, and then you, you get up and, and try to be, you know, your normal self. And right. that just doesn't work very well. Yeah. Well, um, with a four year old, uh, it doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. I'm right. getting up at six o'clock in the morning. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. We we just got a new dog. Um, her name is Daisy. She's a, she's a, a rescue kind of a rehome. She's really soft. She's yes, she is, and she's kind of like a trindle color. You would think that um, she'd be a really rough for right. having dog, but she's not. She's very right. very soft. But her thing is seven a.m. We are jumping on the bed. Everybody in the house is waking up. <laughs> the end. Like that's just she that's her thing and so it's it's been interesting because recently it's been a lot like having a toddler again you know yeah um and so i'm really excited about when daisy goes and jumps in the middle of emily upstairs um that's going to be hilarious yes. when that happens for the first time so <laughs> um all right so anyway so break but is it really i think we have to be the architect of our break i think we have to really pay attention closely to what that looks like and then just recognize that this is supposed to be a beyond band kind of moment. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, I know we were going to talk about this in a different point, Jason, but I'm going to switch the order a little bit. So let's talk about Reagan, Reagan Brumley. Sure. So Reagan, um, he's currently at Lake Highlands high school. He was a director of bands at Highland park for a number of years. And the guy's just phenomenal. For those yeah. of you that know him, just a super good guy. I would give you his shirt off his back. I mean, just just a fantastic guy. And uh, also, uh, Reagan, if you're listening, because I know you're on band hacks, still need some tips for how you get that hair to do that, man, because, like, I, I'm just not even about it at all. I'm yeah, very I jealous. Don't, I don't know that you have the hair to even take the advice. Well, but it would still be nice to have the knowledge, okay. right? All right, sure. Kind of like you don't play euphonium well, but, but right. it would be nice if you knew how. Yeah. So so anyway, but but the thing Reagan started doing a couple of years ago on Facebook is when he would go on vacation with his family or go do things that were not banned, he would create this hashtag, hashtag not banned. And everybody really kind of seemed to get behind that and appreciate that because we all understand that um, – there is life beyond band. And the problem is sometimes we don't do a very good job of trying to seek that out, you know? So yeah. the hashtag not, not banned is, is a really cool thing. At least that was my impression. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I love it. That's, 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 yeah. that's really cool. And it, and it makes it almost feel like it's, 
um, when it's somebody as successful as as Reagan has been in the in the band world. He's a beast. If he's posting not banned, then I mean it's okay to take a break. Exactly. That's exactly right. And and I bet if I bet if you know, and we'll probably try to have Reagan on uh, because I know he's got a lot of great knowledge uh, to share, and he's one of those guys that he just doesn't mind sharing, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, but when you start looking at individuals in our profession that are very successful, they are still married. They still find time to do things for their kids. They still take vacations. They still take care of themselves. Like that's, I think that's really critical and important to identify those people and talk to them about, Hey, how do you do this? Sure. You know? And that's not to say that, that those folks don't always have struggles at some point in time. We all do, mm-hmm. but getting a different perspective and hearing from someone who's very successful, like you said, like it's like you don't have to kill yourself to be successful. Right. You just don't, you know, a lot of times we need to work smarter instead of working harder. Sure. Um, so, so, so I think that's, that's really a a good thing that he's kind of given to our profession recently. And I don't know if that's, he came up with that on his own or, or maybe he, you know, talked with somebody who's like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I don't know, but it's really cool. And more people should do it. Um, when you're, you know, doing not banned, I mean, I mean, I think it's, that's great. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a, that's a cool solution to everybody in our profession that, um, you know, if, if a lot more people would post hashtag not banned and we get to see it, it's like, yeah. And, and it's also, it's also cool to see what other interests people have other than banned. You know, we get together at TMEA and, um, you know, there are some interests that, um, are evident at TMEA. Yes. Um, and then there's there's music, of course. Right. Um, but you know, I've I've um, overheard band directors and, and talked with band directors that have um, some pretty cool hobbies and stuff yes. that I don't that I don't know anything about. Like somebody right. was talking about uh, making knives or yes. hey, I, I own these kinds of guns or or whatever you know. Yep. And I'm I I didn't know any of that stuff about these guys. But it's right. It it makes it okay to to do stuff other than band and and, and honestly be good at it. You know, I um, I'm a fantastic golfer. I'm I'm really yes. good at golf. Yeah, you 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 <laughs> actually are are pretty good when you hit the ball straight. Oh, thank you so yes. much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, but I mean, I um, you know, I I've taken time to to do that, and then right. you know, now that my son is getting into it, we get to spend that time together, and and it's not just a a hobby, but it's a a family time and thing that's, that we get to work with. And that's great because you're kind of killing you know two birds with one stone, that's if right. you will, because both are important. Right, like it's important for you to have a hobby, but it's also important for you to spend time with your kids. Sure. And you know, I know my dad. My dad was was my golf coach, and he passed that on to me. Yeah. And I mean, you know, some of my fondest memories are of that time with my dad, you know, for sure. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. I mean, he had really high expectations and, you know, there's some moments where he was just looking at me going, what are you doing? (laughs) You know, and I still have those moments today where I can hear my dad, even though he's not there, he's not with me on the golf course. I can hear him in the back of my head going, what are you doing, Doug? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but, but I think, I think those are, those are all really important things. So let's, let's get into some, um, solutions, for how to keep all of this in perspective, okay? Uh, I think the first thing we need to all remember is um, it's kind of that whole tombstone or, or head, headstone analogy of when when we're done, right? When we're done with this life, we have a birth date and we have our, our date of passing. And then we have the dash that's in between those two dates. Yeah. What does that dash 
represents? Does it represent nothing but band and banding and just band to band to band? Or is it here was someone who was not only um, a great teacher, but impacted kids, a family person, you know, whether female or male, doesn't matter. Um, someone that took the time to impact others in a positive way that would just like if I had to, you know, put a um, set of characteristics or a set of priorities for a life, like what if somebody looked at what I did, what does that look like? Right. Like, what do they what do they glean from from what I did? And and not only, and of course, we all make mistakes. We all make errors. Sure. But but can they see us learning from errors? You know, and and when when they celebrate the life, is is it a celebration of the number of people that were touched by that individual? And you know, you, I mean, as you're at some point, if you're sitting on your deathbed and you're thinking back over, you know, all the course of your life, you know, what are the things that you are proud to have been involved with? You know, and what are the things that? Uh, I mean, obviously, we recognize things that we would have done a little bit differently, right? Sure. But but then, you know, what are the things that was like, man, I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to be involved in this and yeah. do this and do this. Because because when, when you're able to do that and have those great experiences, other people come into contact with you, whether you want to or not. Your experience, your just your, your overall being translates to how you interact with others you know yeah if you're a miserable person you come across miserable around other people and that's not something yeah. they really take away from um they don't take a lot of great things but if you're if you're positive and you're upbeat and you have good things to talk about and you have good experiences and good wisdom because of your life experience then again that dash really starts to resonate with people it really starts to mean something um, you know, and, and my struggle is, I, I'll tell you this, you know, I'll walk up and down the halls of either this building or another building. And, you know, kids always tell me until they get to know me, they're like, Mr. Fold, you're scary, you know, and, and it, it's this, it's <laughs> my face, right? I can't do anything about my face, but I, most of the time when I'm walking up and down the hall, um, you know, or if I'm headed to do something, I, I've, I have, again, a task in my head that I'm going to work on. Sure. So I'm not worried about smiling, you know, but if I see somebody, I always say <laughs> hi. Yeah. But if they catch me before I catch them, it's like, you know, resting grump face right off the bat, yeah. you know. And I, I know you know, Jason. Oh, yeah. You work with I mean, me, I, so. I was, you know, sharing an office with you. I think that, <laughs> that um, you know. Some, somehow my face has gotten the same characteristic as yours because oh, do not, I walked in do not on put uh, that evil on me. Yeah, I did no, not do that. I, I walked into full beginner rehearsal on Wednesday and Miss Webb goes, hey, everybody, this is Mr. Webb. And all of the kids turned around and I just hear one kid in the in the mass of them say, he's scary. <laughs> and I just thought, thanks, kid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny because you know, we, our kids, and I'm, if we have any of our students that are listening to this, they're probably laughing about it too, because, you know, you and I are both pretty big guys. Yeah. And so to a sixth grader, we probably do look really, really scary, right. you know? <laughs> and, and so, but, but in, anyway, I think, you know, th those are impressions, but I think what we're really, really talking about is what is the impact that you're going to have on people, on kids, and sure. is it positive? And are you thinking about it and reflecting on it? 
Right. You know, and, and I think understanding too, we're all going to make errors and mistakes with regard to that. But you know, it's owning it, it's accepting it, it's learning from it, it's growing from it. Like I think that's that's really critical. Now, why is that part of a solution for the beyond break? It, it's a solution, not necessarily just for that, but in general, um, meaning from a reflection standpoint as we enter any season in life no matter what it is whether it's fall marching band or christmas break or spring semester what does our dash look like what does it look like what do we want it to look like and actually plan you know for that to go well and you know if we have really tough and challenging moments can we reflect on those in the moment and make the right calls and decisions you know and and again seek to move forward seek to have a positive impact i know i'm rambling a little bit no does that no. make sense yeah for sure yeah and you know i um when you were talking about evaluating the dash i um and you said something like uh, will it say was not only a good teacher but was you know this and this and this right and and it made me think you know what do you want that first thing to be right yes. do you want the first thing to be that you know banned or do you want the first thing to be that you so know true. you were a, a husband and a son and a That's father right. and and all of those things that that you know um, I guess depending on your situation mm-hmm. um, you know it should be a priority to everybody right but if um, you know I I for me you know band is not going to be the the first thing I want on my headstone I don't want it to, actually I honestly it'll be it'll be a trumpet right no 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 I don't want a trumpet I want one of those <laughs> little things that's like a picture but I want it to be a picture of my, um, my okay. computer screen inbox and there not being any emails okay in there. <laughs> so and I love that you chose to enunciate the word picture like did I say picture correctly? you said picture tw- you did it twice so That's like great. it tells me we're beating the Arkansas right you out are. of you. So you are. I'm sorry, the Arkansas right <laughs> out of you for our Arkansas friends. Anyway, yeah. okay. So you want you want that on your tombstone? Uh, no, I do not want that on my tombstone. You really you want know. a trumpet, don't you? No, I don't want the trumpet. Yeah, you either. want no. you want a box strad? No. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I, I think I think those are excellent points. I think, but I, I think too, if if we don't, if we're not intentional about that's what we want to be that's right. who we want to be then it's really easy to get lost oh, in the it shuffle, is it know? is so okay let's talk about solutions how do we let's just talk about beyond band as it pertains to the break what are the things that we can do to be better about making sure it is in fact a break because we need one because of all the reasons we've already talked about so For sure. what are your plans what are you planning to do um you know i uh, obviously, I'm just going to spend a lot of time with my kids, and yeah. if I can, if I can talk myself into like, hey, I'm not going to answer email for three or four days in a row, and then I'll check my email, and I'm sure I'll have a hundred, <laughs> and I can spend you know an hour answering all of that and deleting half of it because it's all junk mail, you know, right? Um, and then go back to not banning stuff, you know, and yep. Um, I know that you're not a New Year's resolutions guy. Okay, you not posted, typically. You, no. Yeah, you posted that on Facebook several yeah. times. But I am a I'm very much because I'm a list maker. I'm very much a New Year's resolution person, and I'm I'm really kind of in it, um, all or nothing. You know. Okay. So if I have a resolution and I'm doing it for a week, and on the January eighth I don't do it, 
then like boom, I got to wait again until January first. Right, okay, right, right. And so that part of it stinks. But um, if you know, I may make a, um, a New Year's resolution that even if I don't post a a hashtag not banned, yes, to have a picture of me. Uh, or my kids, or my family that is doing something that is worthwhile, that is yes. not banned yes. every day. Yeah, um, that's you great. Know, whether I'm reading my, my kid a story before she goes to bed, regardless if I got home at you know 9.30 from a concert, right. or um, you know playing video games with my son. Right. I just, or I, letting your dog chew on you. Yes, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. She's terrible. Bad yeah. dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think... Um, I think a smart thing to do if you can find the time is first, first things first is you, you accept the life you've chosen, right? Like mm-hmm. this is the path we've chosen. So you have to accept that you are on a cyclical schedule. Yeah. It's all coming, but there's, there's some good in that, in that, you know, it's coming, right? Right. Like, you know, these major events that are going to occur. So if you take time to plan for them and know, Hey, I've got to do entries. I've got to do solo ensemble stuff. I've got to pick music, but you actually are intentional about setting aside time to do those things. Right. Sure. So I don't know about your family, but, um, you know, in mine, sometimes I'm the only person at my house because my wife and daughter, maybe they're going shopping or maybe Emily's off with a friend and hopes at work, you yeah. know? And so if, if that's, what's going on, then that's a time where I can, you know, I can binge watch Netflix if I want to, or I could take 30 minutes and go, Hey, I need to get some jot, some thoughts jotted down about what's coming next. And then sure. when it's, I've, I've written it down, I can push it to the side and I can come back to it when I'm at work. I don't have to necessarily do that on the break. Yeah. You know, another thing, um, and I, for those of you that have had college professors that did this with you, where they sat down with your planner, your schedule, and they went hour by hour of your day and, you know, put in your practice time and your lesson time and all of those things. I think if you're intentional to approach your break, not like, I don't want to say like an appointment for each thing, you can give yourself some grace, but, but approach your break with, these are the things that are important, that are critical, that I have to get done. And those things being rest, spend time with family, spend time with friends, take care of your body, those types of things. Be, be intentional with planning those things. And then where you have room left over, that's where you put work in. Yeah, That's where you put work thoughts. Um, but if you don't like, organize it that way and you don't plan it that way, then what you end up doing is um, not doing all of the things that you are expectations, the wrong word, all of the things that as a, uh, a dad, a mom, a husband, a wife, a teacher, an administrator need to do during that time, you know? And, and so that would be one of my suggestions is look at your days figure out what you've got to do, write it down, you know, yeah. figure out on the calendar and, and do that. And, and, and then, you know, if, if you're not like, I, I can't be that OCD, I can't do that. I just, I, on break, I don't want to schedule. Mm-hmm. Okay. Totally fine. But I want you to ask yourself when you have that not schedule, hashtag not schedule, <laughs> what do you feel like at the end of that break? When you come back, the Sunday night before you go back or Monday night or whatever it is, what do you feel like? Are you ready to go? 
or are you ready to hide under the blanket because you know you're not ready to come back and yeah. you know what your kids are going to sound like the first day back. Right. And being that being that OCD person, I uh, during the the beginning of the pandemic when we didn't have school for a long time other than online stuff, I um I didn't make my, I didn't make my list for the first time in mm. several years. I didn't make my list for a month or two. Right. And it um you know now looking back on that, it's like. Man, what did I do during those months when I was at home? You know, I didn't I didn't play video games. I didn't watch that much TV. I don't even know what I did. Exactly. Yeah. So. And so then that kind of goes to the meaning the the meaningfulness of the activities that you actually did, right? Right. Well, what did I do? Well, I I sat in my chair and I drank a bunch of unsweet tea and watched Caddyshack, both of them. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, it, it's that type of thing. And you know, I will say me personally, I, I mean, my daughter, my daughter learned how to walk in a band hall Awesome, because it is awesome. But at yeah. the same time, it's, it's like, but was that really where she should have learned to walk? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and so I, I don't know. And I, and, and Emily's, I, lo- I love my daughter to death and she's, she's always great about saying, um, you know, telling me, you know, dad, I love my life. I wouldn't have changed it, but there were certainly some things that because of my job, it impacted her trajectory, you know, sure. in terms of her path. And yeah. so, you know, and, and in some ways it was positive and in some ways it wasn't great, you know? And, but I mean, yeah. I think that is probably instead of, of any, any profession. So, um, you, you know, um, just a, a quick point that if, and we're talking about us being stressed out over the break and, yeah. and having a lot of stuff to do, um, you know, there are people that aren't stressed out over the break that, don't think about their job yep, and maybe they don't care about their job as much. Correct. So I think that a good reason to like give yourself some time away from it and some time away from your email inbox and some time away from worrying about what you're going to play and and, you know, all of that stuff. Yes. Um, A good reason to do that is to, to recognize that, Hey, I just listened to this podcast with Jason and Doug talking and you know, I'm stressed out about the, you know, about all of these things. That means you care about your job. Yes. You care about the kids that you're teaching. You care about the, the That's state of your true. program. And so because you care so much, you need to understand that you are good at your job, yes. at least to the, at least to that point. And obviously yes. we all have stuff to get better at, but you're good at your job already. You don't have to spend um, your entire break worrying about it because I guarantee you there are some people out there that's right. that are not worried at all and that's they right. should be hashtag not worried. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you know, I, I think too, along those same lines is it's the whole, and I, I put this on, on the band hacks Facebook page a while back, but it's that whole oxygen mask in the, the plane cabin oh, depressuring. Yeah. Right. And, and so you lose pressure. What do they tell you? They tell you to put your mask on first so that you can assist others. Don't put your kid's mask on first. Yep. Don't put grandma's mask on first. You put yours on so that you're able to do what you need to do. And and it's really, really critical that we do that. And break, when we have a break, this is a time where you need to put your oxygen mask on. For sure. Because if you don't, then you're going to pay the price when you come back. And, and I know all of you that have done this for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I would just encourage you as, as we wrap up today, be really intentional with um, number one, figuring out you know kind of how you're feeling after the semester. Uh, do some reflecting, some evaluating. Schedule your time wisely. Don't 
go crazy with the food. Don't go crazy with the drink. Don't go crazy with the just staying up to all hours of the night. Like that is time. And, oh, you know, if you want to do a movie marathon with your kids, you know, watch all, all the Harry Potter films one night, whatever. I get that. But, but just understand the older that you get, the more that you do the job, the more time you need to recover and recharge. And what ends up happening is we get to a point where we've taken so many withdrawals out of our being, if you will, that it's almost impossible to get us back to square one. Right. And, and that's just, you know, something we need to be really, really careful about because I I think too, that's a lot of why we see burnout in the profession and why people leave. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. You know, I am what I just took from what you were just saying right then is I I was planning on having you over for a a bunkin party. A what? A bunkin party. What is that? It's it's what Arkansans call a sleepover. We okay. call it a bunkin party. I see. Because mm-hmm. we're bunkin, right? Yeah. I was going to have you over for a bunkin party, but if you don't want to stay up late with me or anything, I mean, never mind. Yeah. Hashtag no, no bunkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, hey, friends, uh, we're going to wrap this one up. Um, Jason and I both want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas, very Happy New Year. Please take good care of yourselves. Um, We're going to take some of our own advice. We're going to be taking a break from podcasting, and I'll probably be around on the side. Jason will be around on the side a little bit over the break. Especially Um, if if any of you want to, um, you know, give for a a good cause or whatever, if we can start a GoFundMe for my my go-kart or my my golf cart. Your golf cart? My golf cart, yeah. 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 I've already got a vendor and – that's great. That's great. Yeah. Of course, your boss has to approve that still, by the way. <laughs> so, but, but anyway, um, take some time over the break to take care of yourself. Put that oxygen mask on you and really enjoy the time with your family um, and the time off from work and come back ready to continually impact the lives of your kids. And, and I know they will appreciate it. They may not be able to verbalize it right now, but they will. They will. They will appreciate it. They'll understand. So, um, again, from Jason and I both, Merry Christmas. Um, and we look forward to getting back together with you guys in the new year. <laughs>